This podcast is conducting a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. The end of the world as you know it is upon us. You, however, have won yourself a one-way ticket out of here. Hold aboard your very own personal space cruiser with completely personalizable AI interface. Mark Wahlberg. But it has to be the Marky Mark version. The horror legend Elvira. Matt Berry. Early 90s Cindy Crawford. But I'm probably going to have to have the voice of maybe Peter Kay. And don't forget, you also get to take six things with you. That's six of anything in the entire world. Okay, so I'm going to take chips back. Oh, my Jurassic Park pajamas. Yeah, all of the books, all of the corn. The Blues Brothers in some form of media. A Game Boy with Tetris. See, I'm asking about the mystical creature because I was going to take a Pegasus. I've got to take a lifetime supply of Baklava. Dry potatoes and soggy meats. So strap in, strap on, pack your bag, and let that effing show take you on an Armageddon vacation. To see all that FTN show information and social media links, go to totalcultzone.com. Hi guys, on this show, we're looking at Curtis, Cruz, Mendez, Dog, Gray, Glenn, Hawk, and Washington. Today we're in the office with 2001's Training Day. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another action-packed instalment of 100 Things We Learn From Film. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Planty, and I'm a rookie biatch. And I'm John, and I'm an old man with a sore back. But I'm back, (laughs) but I'm back. (laughs) Guess who's back, back again. It's John's back, it's not his friend. How you doing mate, how you feeling? I'm alright, it's a lot better I felt. I felt like an old man and I missed doing the show last week. The only thing that was keeping oh. me going was actually watch this a few times because I was so I was laid up in bed, so happy Jesus, days. I was only able to watch it once. I know that I go on about this film and really liking this film, and now I've had to watch it again. It's not all that. <laughs> it ain't all that <laughs> at all. It is shoddily written. It is hastily edited. Uh and the, be- and the yeah. best lines are improvised. <laughs> yeah, Den- Den- Denzel, of course, is just a fucking genius. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we love him. He is arguably, possibly one of the greatest actors working today still. Well, it's certainly his, his Oscar nomination speaks themselves because he's, is he know, the highest, he's got the highest amount of nominations for any. Is. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, uh, I yeah, I'll I'll put him up there with Stephen Graham because I think Stephen Graham's pretty close. That's 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 oh, an outspoken mate, view. Honestly, Ste- as, Stephen as Graham. As, as much as everybody's listening, going Stephen Graham, that guy is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, the yeah. the fact that he's dyslexic and he gets his messages to read all his scripts to him is it blows my mind. The fact that he's yeah. can do all those things, he's yeah. is total inspiration. So this week, of course, John, we are talking about what two thousand ones. Training day. Training day. Now, this, of course, is February. It is the month of the Academy Awards. So we decided to pick stuff that had been nominated for awards, albeit one, maybe two. Uh, mm-hmm. In this case, it was nominated for two. Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. It won one. And that was Denzel, yeah. for Best Actor. Um, 
he was up against Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind. Yeah. Never seen it all the way to the end. Yeah. I am Sam, Sean Penn. Jesus, that's a film we're never going to talk about. No. Problems. <laughs> uh, yeah. Will Smith as Muhammad Ali in Ali. Oh, right. I actually uh, forgot about that. Great film. So had I. Uh, mm. Tom Wilkinson in The Bedroom. Yeah, remember that. Uh, which, is, yeah, yeah. which is very good. Uh, best supporting actor, Ethan Hawke. Uh, ben Kingsley, Sexy Beast. It's a future episode. We're doing oh, it. God, We're yeah. doing it this year. You're desperate doing... to do that, aren't you? I desperate. am. I am desperate to do it. God, <laughs> Don, is, oh, Don is awful. He's a horrible character. Yeah. Uh, Ian McKellen, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, John Voight, that bastard, uh, as Howard Cassell in Ali. Uh, not even very good mm. as Howard Cassell, to be honest. Uh, but it was won yeah. by uh, one of our own, Jim Broadbent. Oh, the old uh, broadband. Ah, uh, the old, uh, the old, uh, a great big bushy beard. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember him from bloody um, Dale Boy. He was in one of the uh, early episodes, wasn't he? The Gween Gween Glass of Home. <laughs> <laughs> God. Quying. <laughs> that was the one. Uh, what, obviously, we've covered a few films that we could have been talking about, but what non-Oscar fodder could we have been talking about? I was, I was, I was going to start with Amelie, but I think that was nominated for oh, something. Oh, Amelie's, it? yeah, best yeah. Uh, foreign language film. Yeah. Uh, but we'll go with the draws. So we've got uh, Wedding Planner. Yay! Sweet we November, are- which is bloody weird, which is... Charlize Theron, if I remember, just gone through men. Does that ring any oh, bells? Right. Okay, none whatsoever, mate. No. Uh, Monsters Ball, that was nominated as Ooh, well. That's for a something, tough watch. Yeah, Halle Berry It'll be was the dreariest film ever. Yeah. Joyride. Is is Joyride the one where the trucks chasing them? Aye, that's one candy cane. Oh man, I only watched <laughs> that for the first time last year, and that is great. That's fun. good, isn't it? That's it's good. So much candy fun. cane. That's him. That's uh, Will Bell, wasn't it? That was doing the voice. Where candy yeah. cane? Yeah, yeah. And the, one of the guys is one Paul Walker. Right, and the other one is that Zach. Oh, he's in everything oh, at one point. The guy that plays the voice of the ape that uh, was tested on in the final Planet of the Apes film. They keep calling him Bad Ape. He only knows oh, his God name I. is as Bad Ape. Oh, that's oh, that Zach something. Sad. Oh, what's annoying. Yeah, that guy. Um, anyway. And last but not least, uh, Ocean's Eleven, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Ocean's Eleven, future episode alongside yeah, yeah. Uh, great, great 2001 film, Super Troopers. Super Trooper Jesus. I bloody love Super Troopers. <laughs> the snazberries you, taste like snazberries. Uh, <laughs> but you boys like Mexico. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about those. We're here to talk yep. about trading. And and again, I'm just going to put it out there. Not as good as I remember it being. Quite hard to note this one, I've got to say. So my notes are a bit all over the shop. Uh, yeah. Stick with me, John. It might well be worth it. <laughs> you got some gems so, in there. You got some yeah, gems. Yeah, lis- listeners, if you don't know, if you've not been paying attention for the last sixty odd episodes, uh, we're going to go through some things that we've uh, researched and learned as we talk through the film, uh, put them together. Hopefully, we'll come up with one hundred things. John, shall we? Let the games come on. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ethan Hawke wakes up at five a.m. He's this character Hoyt. Right now, I've got yep. to be honest. Two yep. characters um, whose names I kept getting wrong all the way through. I kept mixing up Hoyt and Harris because oh, the, right. it's a it's a cordon, cordinal cardinal sin for me. It's a it's a, it's a, it's a James cordinal sin uh, that you <laughs> oh, should no. not you should not call two of your characters uh, by the same letter. Start letter name. Yeah. Anyway, 
Yeah. Uh, Unless it's Peter Parker. Oh no! Well, no alliteration's <laughs> fine, but it's not. It's not Peter Parker and Pie and Pan, is it? Um, <laughs> and Pock to Page, you know. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's not. So, anyway, uh, in, in, enough of my problems of noting. So he's got a wife and he's got a tiny baby. He's a cop and he's on this big assignment and he's beginning today. Yeah. He gets a yep. phone call from this gaffer. Uh, it's like, meet me in the coffee shop at 10 a.m. He's like, well, are we not going to do the um, the morning meeting? The the roll call. The roll call, call, that's it. Yeah. He's like, no, no, we don't do the roll call. I noticed that. Did you, did you, have, did you look, look that up straight away? No, I did not, John. So I looked it up. Turns out they don't. Well, they've got their own version of the roll call, but yeah, they don't go in and do the roll call in the morning. And, and the police are not referred to, uh, or the beat cops are not, Referred to as the patrol fairies. Which all right, okay. So I checked all that out, but yeah, de- detectives do not need to be in at the roll call. Handy. You've got to put five a.m. for a ten a.m. start, and that you, you, you've got to feel for the guy, you know. Or you yeah. know that, that's that's your that's your day like five hours in already, isn't it? Pretty much, and hasn't even changed a nappy yet. It was just straight up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know it's Ethan Hawke, but with his wife, he was definitely punching, wasn't he? <laughs> so, funnily enough, the actor that plays his wife in this, Charlotte Ayanna, um, she was former teen Miss USA in 1993. Of course, of course she was. You could just tell with the <laughs> so big blue eyes, right. couldn't you? Yeah, <clears throat> you're absolutely right. He was, uh, he was punching. So he goes to this diner, and I think this cafe is amazing, by the way. I'm well into this. Proper greasy spoon. We meet Denzel. He's the gaffer. Mm -hmm. And he's Alonzo Harris. So he's Detective Alonzo Harris. Yeah, just sitting reading a paper. Yeah, and he sits down. And as he he sits down... (laughs) Uh, all I could spot was this this bottle of sauce on the side, A1 sauce. So I looked into it, and it's a brown sauce made by Kraft Heinz in the US, mm. produced from 1861 in, wait for it, John, the UK. What? It's a British product, and I've never I've seen never it on shelves anywhere. No, exactly. never heard it in my, my Nelly Puff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one's contentious, by the way. Um, in the Uni- A1 in the United States was the subject of a trademark dispute between then-owners RJR Nabisco and Arnie Kay of Westport, Connecticut, whose international deli was producing and selling its own recipe condiment under the name A2 Sauce. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> what a boy. Uh, in 1991, the United States District Court for Connecticut found in favour of Nabisco. No. So basically, what? fuck the small man. Yeah, that's it. It's true what they say. Though. The first one's always better than the second, isn't it? <laughs> in most cases. So, with that in mind, John, because we've already learned so much about sources, mm-hmm. uh, how about a quiz on sources? Let's do it. Yes, yeah, see me, Minx. Ah, you see, you've missed it, haven't you? You've missed my stupid <laughs> I really quizzes. Have. Okay. I really have. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the name of a source, and you need to tell me which country it's from. Okay. All right. We'll start uh, nice and easy with banana ketchup. Banana ketchup. Banana ketchup. See, I don't want to be pigeonholing anywhere here, but I'd go more, I'd say that was like, I'm trying to think of somewhere tropical. 
Are you um, mixing up with lilt? Uh, <laughs> That's the totally tropical taste. Um, I'm going to go with banana ketchup has got to be somewhere in South Africa. It isn't. It's in the Philippines, John. Oh, see, it, it does exactly it. what it says on the tin. Philippines? Philippines. Jesus. Right, go for it. Number two, Chamula. 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 Uh, sounds Italian. Oh, a little bit, little bit further south. North Africa. Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> m- monkey gland sauce. Fuck off, really? Uh, I'm going to say China. Monkey gland sauce. Uh, South Africa uh, includes chutney, Worcester sauce, mustard, wine, and ginger. Uh, comeback Jesus. sauce. Don't, don't, listeners, don't. <laughs> Amsterdam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <No. say. laughs> Go on. Huh? Um, comeback sauce. Comeback sauce. Australian. Oh, America, specifically from Mississippi. It's a rich and creamy salad dressing. Sounds like fucking ranch to me. It really does, and it sounds rank. Yeah, two more. Oh, <laughs> Ranks on. Uh, salsa golf. Uh, Spain. Uh, oh, very close, very close. Argentina. Oh. Apparently Nobel Prize winning chemist, Luis Federico Liloya came up with this chilled sauce at a golf club in Argentina. He wasn't happy with their shrimp cocktail, apparently. Uh, it sounds fancy. It's basically ketchup, mayonnaise, and lemon juice, making it similar to other sauces. But Argentinians did, throw in, like, cumin and that. Where did he invent it? Did you when? say a golf, a golf course? Uh, a golf club. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't happy with his oh, golf club sauce. Did, did he want it on his chips? <laughs> <laughs> he, was a, he was having it. He, he was having it for his tea. <laughs> oh yes, on his on his open faced club sandwich. <laughs> anyway, that's a Simpsons that's joke. That that. Uh, last one, Huli Huli sauce. Think about it, John. You're Hawaii, Hawaii. So next time you grill chicken or ribs, mm-hmm. throw on this pineapple, soy, brown sugar, ginger. It's basically a uh, a barbecue sauce that translates to turn, turn. Not that song by the birds from two weeks ago, by the way. Right, okay. Yeah, there you go. How would you like them apples? That, made me that nice. sounds sexy, doesn't it? Hopefully it doesn't make my stomach turn, turn. Hey. <laughs> He's here all week. <laughs> <laughs> you missed um, me, really. <laughs> I know, we did, we did. I've just I've just come across some of the notes I missed. This is a Village Roadshow Pictures film. Oh, by the way, John, you got one there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Big I'm, I'm actually quite surprised at that. I just didn't want to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> too late. Uh, uh, Village Roadshow Pictures was founded in 1986, responsible for The Matrix, the Lego movie, and that Joker film that everybody except me loves. Uh, achieved 34 number one films, mm-hmm. 19 Academy Awards, and six Golden Globes. Right. Well, Jesus. Not bad. Done all right, isn't he? Done yeah, all right. not bad at all. Absolutely. So he asks him, he's re- yeah, you're right, he's reading this paper and he doesn't want him to disturb the paper. And he says, uh, tell me a story. Very much like Max Bygraves, tell me a story. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's a reference for nobody. <laughs> uh, everybody that that's a reference for is dead. Uh, or dying. Yeah. Um, he tells this story about this DUI stop with his female partner. They run the plates and find uh, 500 grams of meth and guns. Uh, he's not impressed, is he, Harris? No. He's not impressed no. one bit. And he's like, yeah, so were you fucking her? <laughs> yeah. You gave it to uh, her, didn't you? Says, did, yeah, did you, did, you, uh, did you have her liquor license? And oh, I was like, oh. seen that. No, that was bad. I mean, no, that's, I'm not, I'm like, that's, come on, stop objectifying. <laughs> they pulled over on the DUI. We've talked about DUIs before, John, specifically hangover episode. Yep. Uh, Drunk under the influence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A bit more detail. In the UK, the drug driving the drug driving laws were amended in 2015. Changes now include a new roadside testing kit, which should detect the presence of cocaine and cannabis in the suspect's, suspect's saliva, uh, and zero tolerance limits for a number of illegal drugs. Limits were also set for certain prescription medications, just as well you weren't driving with your bad back. Yeah. <laughs> In the US, in some states, intoxicated person may be convicted of a DUI in a parked car if the individual is sitting behind the wheel of the car, which is yeah. much the same in the UK. If the mm. engine's on, you can be fined at least. And you deserve to be. Oh, That's yeah, my yeah. view. Yeah, you're, in- you're intending to drive. If you're sitting behind there and you've got the engine on, you've got, you're, you're going to yeah. go. Exactly. Yeah, he's not impressed at all. They get there and the car's been ticketed and he just rips it up, did he? Oh, <laughs> what a car. Well, it was gorgeous, wasn't it? Was it was so beautiful, wasn't it? It was so yeah. beautiful. Did you spot it? Uh, yeah, I've got it down as a 1979 Chevrolet Monte Carlo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, with hydraulics fitted. Yes. Um, and I wondered, I just, I was out of interest, I just wondered how much it would cost to get something like this done. And this, this, this blew my mind a wee bit because um, you get basically the hydraulics raise and lower the car, it push a button. Um, but if you're looking to get one, starting cost for a one cylinder DIY kit is $600, right? But if okay. you want the car to jump, the price will jump, will jump up to <laughs> $1,500. But it's because um, they enter them into hopping competitions. So you can actually enter your car into home competitions. I, I couldn't believe this is a thing. I thought it was all for sure, but apparently it has some. Well, obviously, it gives you a smoother ride. But yeah, you can pretty much jump your car if you if you need to. Like, like absolutely, kit. like kit. Just, just <laughs> like, just like kit. Just like all the all the ones that we knew in uh, in, in the TV shows. Uh, the the seventy nine Monte Carlo Chevy was produced nineteen sixty nine to nineteen eighty seven, and then had a resurgence ninety four to two thousand and seven. The 95 body style was a favourite in NASCAR circuit and enjoyed considerable success at the track. Car captured several NASCAR Manufacturer Cup awards until it was once again discontinued from production in 2007. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful to look at. And, and because there's absolutely no doubt that we are on the right, on the same wavelength, not just for the things we're looking up into, mm-hmm. um, but also the things that interest us, I got a big wadge of stuff on hydraulics right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, your cars like this that have been lowered are known as low riders. Yep. You know where I'm going to go with that eventually. The problem with a low rider is things like speed bumps, bad roads, things like that make the driving. Treacherous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To say the least. Mm -hmm. So, to solve these problems, they've installed the hydraulic lift kits that allow. Adjustable height. Mm. So they use electric hydraulic pumps, which is what you've said, and normal hydraulic cylinders. 
Um, so those raise and lower the vehicle as required. Yeah. Yep. Originally, one 12-volt or 24-volt pump driving all four wheels. It's now possible to find cars that have four pumps, one for each wheel, and eight, 10, or even 12 batteries to power them. Jesus. And That's... this is what blew me away. Cars can hop up to six feet off the ground. That's that's just no right. That's, what, what purpose would you have getting that car six feet off the ground? That's crazy. I don't know, crushing your enemies? <laughs> as soon as you see it fly, you think that's a Transformer. It's going to turn into something. <laughs> it turns into a death trap. Then crushes a kid. Yeah. Uh, the song Low Rider is a 1975 song by show favourite War All My Friends. No, 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 Rider. Um, Peaked at number seven on the Hot 100 singles chart in the US. Covered a million times. Uh, the ones that I discovered specifically yesterday, John, Barry White. What? <laughs> it's as bad as it sounds. And I had completely forgotten that it's on that Corn album, Life is Peachy. Oh, Jesus. Yes, I haven't thought about Corn in at least three years. Yeah. I'm and in the last way. 24 hours, I've listened to all the albums back to back. Look, I love the sound of bagpipes. I'm an adopted Scotsman. Mm-hmm. Too much bagpipes on that shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no one the, asked the, for that. They ruined that. They ruined that. Killed that cat. Yeah, it's also featured in eighteen major motion pictures. This song, including Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke, Roberts, and A Knight's Tale. Oh, so it does. I forgot about that. Yeah. He's Ledger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. R.I.P. Indeed. Yeah. Oh. God. I thought it was all Queen in that bloody soundtrack as well. I forgot about that. Oh, Robbie Williams pretending to be Freddie Mercury. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> no, you're all right, pal. Once he's jacked the hydraulics, he turns and he goes, today's a training day, Hoyt. And I went, way! Because he mentioned the title of the <laughs> That's film. You love it, don't you? <laughs> and <laughs> as they leave, mm-hmm. as they're leaving, it's next chapter by Dr. Dre, which that, you know that dun 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 yep. dun 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 yeah. dun dun. Oh, it's, it's, oh I love it sets that. you right up, doesn't it? it sets you right yeah, up. Yeah, of course it does. That um, um, two thousand is it two thousand and one? That Dre album. Yeah. Every, every single song on that was a fucking. It was banger. everywhere as well, went it. Literally was yeah. everywhere you went, but no, it was it good. Felt especially like this. every every song off of it was a single. It wasn't. But mm-hmm. it felt like, it felt it. like I think it, every yeah. song it was good enough to be a single. Because you know them all, and that's the thing. You know them all, so you think they were singles at one point, but not. Yeah, not yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, a real, real Nelson Mandela problem with that album. Me, <laughs> just, I just remember it all as being a single. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he says Hoyt says to him, uh, "You didn't get that for the motor pool, didn't he? The car." Yes, he it does. Yeah, yeah. So I thought a motor pool was basically just somewhere where they kept the cars, but it's not. Apparently, the motor pools are also used for maintenance, um, repair facilities, but also for emission testing. And if cars get crashed, they take them in there to. Uh, pretty much check them out. So it's pretty, it's pretty much used for everything, including private cars as well. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, so they can bring their own cars in and get them either tested or sipped up. Or fucked off hydraulics on it. Yeah. Pretty much, eh? <laughs> Not to be confused with the hackney pool. Slippery wee bugger, isn't it? It is very different. Please see our side piece, John's side piece. podcast, which we will put in the in the show notes. Good segue, mate. Good segue. So they drive off and... Hoyt needs to forget everything he's learned in the force. Uh, yeah. And he also needs to learn Spanish because it will save him one day. 
Yes. Don't wear, don't wear your wedding ring because you'll become a target. As soon as they find out you're married, they you know they can use that against you. I looked that up as well. Yeah. Did you look it up? No, no, no. So this blows my this blew my mind a wee bit. So it's up to the police officer if they want to wear the wedding ring. Um, but there's anything could happen if it gets crushed. Anything could happen with that ring. It's been caught, so I wouldn't wear it anyway. But the sense wedding expensive watches. Um, is a bad idea because the department only refund uh, re- reimbursed up to fifty dollars if a watch is broken on duty. So you could have a crack and watch, but if it happens, it you're only going to get fifty dollars. So you should be wearing a Casio. You should be wearing your eighties Casio yes, one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anything under fifty dollars, it should be fine. Fantastic. They stake out this informant, a 17, 17 year old character. Harris calls him a teammate. So you kind of okay. I see he's got this kind of family kind of thing going on yeah uh, they spot this drug deal they chase down these college kids and they're in this like vw beetle like aren't they this t1 yeah, as you pointed yeah. out a couple of weeks ago thank you very much mm-hmm. um and these stoners driving in this car listening to papa roach <laughs> which really took me back that takes you right back then last resort was released as uh, as the album infests lead single on march the 7th 2000 jesus it's really weird to say 2000 and not uh, another number after it i know uh, number 57 on the billboard hot 100 in december of the same year the album was triple platinum which is quite something. And I've seen him perform in uh, the Glasgow Green. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, shocking. Well, bear in mind, they had um, Marlon Manson, they had Eminem there, so it was a big gig in the green, but there was oh. everybody was there. It was, it was brilliant. So I uh, Papa Roach were there. And now if you want to go and watch a band at the green, you've got to go and watch Jerry Cinnamon. <laughs> I know. Fuck Prince. me. What? Music for people who don't like music. Well, it's just a sellout, man. Just to let you guy anyway. He says, don't come down here again. It's gang territory. Um, I'll slap you and I'll have a gang run a train on your girl. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> He takes this weed and this pipe off of them and makes Hoyt smoke the pipe. Pulls a gun on him and explains, if you don't do it in the hood, your wife will get a flag delivered when you're killed. Yep. Did you look that up as well? I did, yeah. you get a, did, I don't know, did you see this about flags? Uh, I, I, I knew about it anyway, but... I don't know. Yeah, it, it's to honour the memory of ser- in service of your country. United States flag also drapes the casket of a deceased veteran and a cop. Because I thought it was just a, a, a army thing, like a military thing, but no, no, it's no, any, of the, the, any of the services. Yeah. Pipers and that in Boston, Boston cop funerals, don't they? I think yeah. even if you're not Scottish or Irish, they just do it because it's Boston and everybody's Irish. Sorry, everyone's. Inverted commas, Irish. <laughs> yeah, of course they are. Oh, no, Irish, is Irish. Yeah. They once had a pint of Guinness. <laughs> so he smokes it and he coughs. He's, oh, you, you, you've not done it before. They drive on and Hoyt's pro- like properly tripping balls, He's isn't he? tripping out and everything's uh, green. Yeah. Uh, Harris admits he gave him something that wasn't what he was expecting, doesn't he? Yeah. He gave well, him PCP. PCP, yeah, yeah. PCP is uh, is angel dust, right? Okay, but it stays in your your blood for up to twenty four hours. It stays in your urine for two weeks, and your saliva for forty eight hours. But it stays in your hair. If you get any on your clothes, especially in your hair, it can be on there for ninety days. I should be all right then, John, because I haven't got any hair. <laughs> but man, you got a lot of saliva. <laughs> 
baby knows it. (laughs) He says, you made a decision and you'll live with it. It's not like I put a gun to your head. (laughs) I just went, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Now, they arrive at this character, they arrive at this character's house, Mm -hmm. don't they? And, And this guy, this guy's name I struggled with a couple of times because they they called him they called him a few different things. Was he he was Roger, wasn't he? He was so. Ah, uh, he was Glenn. Roger Glenn, uh, yeah. Glenn yeah. Uh, Scott Glenn, yeah. Yeah, which not to be confused with that bloke who went to the moon but didn't get out the thing. John Glenn. God, John Glenn. Not speed, John Glenn. Scott Glenn. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, not him. Uh, he pours him a whiskey. Uh, so I've added here drinking on the job to the list. <laughs> yes, a jet, jet drinking on the job as well because they were drinking beers at one point as well, weren't they? Oh yeah, he drinks. They drink beers. To, he drinks beers to get him to come down, doesn't he? Uh, so I thought it was it would have been a thing because it's America. You think everybody drinks, but apparently no one is allowed to drink while at work before, let alone while during work. Um, even if it's just two beers, uh, your your sort of judgment can be impaired. So yeah, you just cannot drink before before you go to work and during work. Man, I remember in the early 2000s being allowed when working at NTL to go and have a drink with your dinner at the pub across the road. Like it was in, in the policy, you could go and have a drink with your dinner. But we would just knock back four pints of Stella <laughs> so in, in an hour sometimes, especially during the World Cup 2002. England played Argentina. We managed to, watch, managed to get the whole first half. And I must have drunk five pints of Stella. Jesus. I was absolutely done for for the rest of the day. <laughs> five pints of Stella in an hour, in, in, in under an hour, because we had like an hour to get across the road and back. That's as well. craziness. I've, tr- I've done that before, but well, I know different, different, different times. Different times. Yeah, different times. It was, it was of its time. It was <laughs> of its time. <laughs> exactly. This guy says he knows Hoyt. He recognises Hoyt, and he knows he played safety at North Hollywood High. Which is really fucking creepy yeah. until until you kind of go back through our episodes and realise we're learning a lot more about American high school sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the big, big thing. Yeah, yeah. It's massive. Yeah, absolutely. He was a strong safety. They mentioned the strong safety is a player lo- located on the strong side of the football field. The strong safety is generally bigger and stronger than the free safety, and is used slightly more for running defense. Defense, not defense, defense. Not, the, not the defense, but defense. Jump defense. Capital D, <laughs> capital E, another word, fence. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he calls him a rookie. Uh, a rookie is slang for someone who is new at something or is a cadet. Yep. So this sent me down a little bit of a rabbit hole of looking at who the best rookies of any sport ever were. And the best ever rookie NFL season was a chap called Gail Sayers of the 1965 Chicago Bears. Uh, shout out to my man, the fridge, uh, the refrigerator. Uh, Perry, he was at the Bears, wasn't he? <laughs> Do you remember? He was <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Uh, Sayers scored 22 touchdowns, the most in a single season in league history at that point. His 2,272 yards also set a single season record. His performance against the San Francisco 49ers, not nice, in December the 12th, 1965, is the single greatest game of any player in NFL history. He scored six touchdowns, four on the ground, one through the air, which you know looked gorgeous, and a punt return. Jesus. Mans was amazing. He was flying. Flying. (laughs) Follow the PCP. 
<laughs> I now want a Bears jersey with Sayers on the back, but I can't because I'm a Dolphins fan and it's just unacceptable. Leo Sayers. <laughs> yeah, I also want a big Afro wig like uh, Leo Sayers. Or Bob Ross. Big, big Jufro. <laughs> when I need you. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Uh, they head out and Hoyt's, as you mentioned, drinking this beer whilst driving. Harris sees a girl getting raped, basically. Jumps out the car and gets them off this girl. But boy, does he get fucked up. Oh, yeah. It, it, cookies, it, it, it takes it took a kicking. It really did. Yeah. He then cuffs them. Hoyt sends the girl home. Um, and this one guy, he's got him at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Makes him drop to the ground as if he's going to make him suck him off. Isn't he? Aye, it says you want to go to the booty house, didn't he? Yeah. I looked that up, but it's Urban Dictionary one, so I don't know if you want me to see it. Yeah, go for it. We'll cut it if needs be. No, the booty house is where rapists and molesters are sent to be tortured after being arrested and convicted of rape and molestation. Okay. We're not into that, but, you know. Now, very important part here. Uh, He finds ID for the girl, like the wallet. Yeah. Um, She's 14. Now, this actor, by the way, this, this, this actor playing this girl... 44 more fucking like. Oh, I know. Even <laughs> I was like, come on. Me? Come on. Like, let's face it. I mean, there's like, you can get away with some things, but yeah, she was, was a lot older. Oh, a yeah. Lot older. I mean, don't get me wrong. You don't want to put a 14 year old actor, young 14 year old actor, through a scene like that. But come on. I I, I ain't buying that. No, no, near my. And near the day. Yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. We're back in the car. Hoyts thinks they should have booked the guys, but Harry says it's street justice. Yeah, yeah. They'll get killed. Because uh, he took his sixty bucks, didn't he? Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah, he took sixty dollars. So I think he thought that he was just going to do a bunk with it, but I think he says, "Look, just put that in the glove compartment. We can use it later on, like a cash machine." Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's right. ATMs. Yeah, Hoyt doing it. Oh, Harry says that my methods work. Getting them locked up is what needs to happen. And Harry says that Hoyt doing a ch- chokehold on the suspect was doing what he had to do. So this guy's noting all this stuff down all the way through, isn't he? Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's in charge. Of, he's kind of like, is what is he? Is it what's he trying to prove? What you know? I don't know. I'm, uh, Oh. Yeah, it's hard to suss out at the beginning. It does come together, but yeah, it's really hard to suss out what he's trying to do and how he's trying to do it. They pull up to this character who they're going to ask questions. <laughs> who Who is this, John? <laughs> it's, uh, can somebody say, just eat? With no feet. Set, set, dog. Set, oh, Jesus. <laughs> send, send your dog, <laughs> as he's known in the hood. Right, okay. I've got, I've got, to, I've got to put it out there, right? Everybody fucking loves Snoop Dogg, right? And and I, I'm big fan of Snoop Dogg's music. I've got to be honest. Yeah, love absolutely love Doggy Style. Mm. What an album that is, and what a position it is too. Uh, <laughs> it's really fat. That is good. Uh, but specifically, <laughs> right? That album is is re- was really important to me as a teenager. Mm-hmm. This guy gets fucking everywhere, and it gets on my wick. It really does, doesn't he? He's, he's literally... Every, I think this is the first time I'd actually seen him in anything, though. This was my first time seeing him on the big screen, because as, yeah. as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, that's, uh, that's Snoop. Yeah, look, man's gets where Stank doesn't. 
right? You've got to keep that in, in fucking in, in check. But yeah, I th- I've seen him in films. I've seen him in a few bits and pieces, but they're always kind of comedy. This is the first time I've seen him in anything serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mark, as this this blue character, isn't he? Yeah, because I was I expected him to be in some of the the films like um, like Boys in the Hood and all that sort of thing, but he's not in anything like that. So I don't really nah. get where he got the whole hard. The impression it was really hard because at the end of the day, he's like he's as skinny as a side a five pound note. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it just blows my mind the fact that he's got this big, massive reputation. But he wasn't in any of the big films that came out the, t- towards the end of the nineties. You know, no, you know I mean? and, and now you've and now you've got me thinking. I really, really wish we'd watch Boys in the Hood because Boys in the Hood, <laughs> Boys in the Hood makes me cry. And I know, listeners, everything makes me fucking cry. But Boys in the Hood is, is oh, Boys in the Hood is fucking that's beautiful. that's something else, isn't it? Oh, it's crack and film. It is what it is. Give us 20 books of crack. Snoop tells him to fuck off. You're not. <laughs> Didn't he cause him a knock? Yeah. You're a knock. <laughs> narc! This guy's a narc. Who's so, a narc? Where's a narc? Where is it? Have you seen it? So looked up narc. So everybody knows what a narc is. So yeah. the word narc is slang shortened for narcotics agent, a federal agent or police officer who specialises in law dealings with uh, illegal drugs. Narc is sometimes also used to mean police informant. So just so everybody okay. knows what a narc is. Okay, great. He, he chases him down, right? He's chasing him. Boy, boy can move in this chair. Oh, and, look, can, I'm can calling he? bullshit on this because, as you say, Snoop's skinny, right? <laughs> yeah. And he, the arms, he does not have the arms for this. No. Right? I I've I've met I've met wheelchair athletes through work, okay? Mm-hmm. A- and these guys are built like oh, yeah, shit yeah. houses. Yeah. You've got you know, to they, you've got to. Yeah. I mean, he's basically been pulled along on a string or they've sped it up. Snoop, snoop. <laughs> <laughs> and he chases him, and he chases him through this wig shop. Yeah, <laughs> I, I expected, I expected Morty, Morty's wigs, <laughs> to, like good fellas, <laughs> where he jumps in the pool, advertises, "Where's my money, Morty? Where's my money? Where's my money?" <laughs> Brilliant, but no. It's this this really annoyed Korean woman. <laughs> really pissed off. Um, they knock him out of his chair. Yep. And Hoyt shoves a pen down his throat and he sicks up, quote-unquote, 10 crack rocks. Yep. Um, Hoyt yeah, yeah. threatens him with 30 years in prison uh, and he gives up the name Sandman. Yeah, but he does it by... He increases the jail time by popping guns at the clip, doesn't he? Yes, he does, yeah. And I, I, I yeah. looked it up and for the life of me, I could not find out if that was a thing. Oh, right, okay. Oh, yeah, well, so I tried well, to look well. it up. But yeah, there's nothing to say that you you get X amount of time for X amount of uh, bullets fired from a okay. magazine. Yeah. They they head to this Sandman's house with a fake warrant. Sandman isn't there, but the lady of the house is John. Oh my God, it's Maisie Gray and she's brilliant. She <laughs> tries that. to walk away, but she can't. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, Jesus. She is. I, I think Macy Gray might be like this in reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, I've seen her in a good. couple of things and she plays like this in everything. Yeah, she's so natural as well. I was, yeah. I, I was a great surprise. Because at first I was like... That's a that's a really crazy voice she's got. And I'm like, that is Maisie Gray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she she does she does kind of like crack crack fiend very well, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, and um, Spider Man extra as well. 
Of course she's in that Spider-Man <laughs> film. Jesus. Singing away. <laughs> Does she not is she not another one that gets saved by uh Yeah, Peter Parker. Uh, by, Peter Parker, yeah. yep. Yep. God, Jesus I forgot about Christ. that. <laughs> um I wonder if she's still making music. I didn't I didn't look that up. I probably should have done yeah, if we, not... we, we end up on ninety eight, uh, I'll be all right with that. Did you see the nails by the way? Yeah, Jesus. The nails, they were like fucking talons. Talons, man. yeah. She's like a raptor, wasn't she? Yeah. Uh he's doing a search, he's doing this search is hoy, and he takes something from the bedroom, but we don't see what. Yeah. Uh, Macy Gray asks for the warrant as they're leaving, and it's a Chinese takeaway menu. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, she screams that they've got her money, and these, like these boys on the street, start popping cars, don't they? They absolutely <clears throat> do. Taking shots at the car. Yeah. Hoyt unloads two clips on them, and they make a run for it. Yeah. Um, Harris explains, "You're either a wolf or a sheep. Decide. What are you, Johnny? You're a wolf or a sheep?" Uh, I'd like to say I'm a. Sheep with wolf's clothing. <laughs> okay. Uh, firmly, mate. I'm going to put it out there now. Firmly. I live in Cumbria. I've got to be a sheep. Uh, true. There's no, no, no two ways about true. it. You know? <laughs> true. We're all sheep here. Um, I'm, I'm, I was brought up in the hardest places um, around, so but I've got to put on this persona that I'm a hard man, but inside I'm just... <laughs> I'm not really. <laughs> oh, we all sell sheep around here, don't we? Oh, and ducks. <laughs> 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 to obtain a, a warrant, do you know how to obtain a warrant? I I don't, John, and I'm looking forward what? to hearing. <laughs> well, law, law enforcement officers must show that there is probable cause to believe a search warrant is justified. Officers must support this shown with sworn statements or affidavits uh, and must describe in pretty much in detail what they're looking to get out and what they're looking to seize. So they must be sure that there's stuff in there for some the 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 judge to sign off on it. Okay. Which is a bit weird considering how do you know what's in there unless you've got an arc to tell you what's in there. So I mean so it's like it's like a vicious circle in it. A vicious vicious circle of narcs. Uh, I think you're allowed to go in I think you're I think I don't know if it was just the UK, but you you don't need to let a police officer in your house, if they ask you, if you, you if you don't give permission, they're not allowed to come in. The only time they're allowed to come in is if they know that there's a known criminal in, in the house. I think you're mixing police officers up with vampires, John. <laughs> I have seen Lost Boys. I'm not, I have to invite anybody in anywhere. <laughs> so they head to this place. They head to this little area, don't they? Which yeah. I was absolutely certain was Grove Street from uh, Grand Theft Auto Three. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit more heavily fortified. Oh shit! Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, get the damn train. <laughs> These gangs do something called flipping pigeons. Yeah, now I've that. never flipping seen pigeons, this before. Yeah. Did you find anything on flipping pigeons? The, the, see, the, everything I'm looking up seems to be coming from Urban Dictionary. So, flipping pigeons, a form of bird corn that warns gangs that the police are in the area, causes them to flock in the air, invisible uh, for miles around. Mm-hmm. Correct, yeah. Uh, not to be confused with uh, the sponge song, Kicking Pigeons, <laughs> which uh, is a personal favourite of mine. Shout out to any fans of Scar that might be listening. <laughs> I know we've got a couple. 
Uh, so not, Hodge... not, not a big of viewed with flipping birds as well. <laughs> <laughs> so Harris is known by everyone, and everybody likes him. He's done a lot for the community, and they go and see his girlfriend, his bird, his side piece. Yeah. Who is this, John? Oh, Eva Mendes, honestly. And this as well. Oh, full frontal as well. Can you believe it? Happy times. No, this, I'm not, do, do not objectifying what? women here, but you, my God, she is absolutely stunning, isn't she? Do, do you know what? 100 things we learned from film became a hard, hardcore perving podcast. <laughs> so, so gradually, we didn't even notice. <laughs> Next week, we will, we'll be watching Confessions, Confessions of a Window Cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get all the birds on my bus. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> she's good, but she, she's great. Where has she gone? Where's Ava Mendes? Uh, ever since she's been with that Ryan Gosling, I've not seen I've not seen her anywhere. He's all right, and he, he's, a, he's a good actor. I'm oh, no, he comes across a good guy, so maybe she just doesn't need the money, but yeah, I've not seen her in anything. Maybe they're just having bands. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I think after, 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 after what's his name, Snitch or Switch or whatever his name is, Will Smith. Done that. Oh, tw- Twitch? No, not Twitch. That's the online <laughs> The Golden Snitch? Where are we going with this? Where are we going with that? But I, I think that was probably the last thing. Pitch. Pitch, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's, what that's the last thing I've seen her in properly. If she was in something called Beyond the Pines, which is maybe really, really oh, good. Oh, that's a Gosling. That's a right yeah. Gosling film. Uh, no, it's not as good as you think it is. I've, I've not seen it all the way through. I've only no. seen it to the first part, but apparently it's like two different films. But I'll, yeah, I'll it is. It yeah, it's like it's it's the story of one character and then it's the story of another character. And the, the guy is Bradley Cooper. Uh, isn't it? Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. he's good in everything, isn't he? He's good in everything. Dick. <laughs> yeah, he's hey, a handsome bastard. <laughs> she brings Hoy some. She says, "Oh, this is El Salvadorian food." Yeah, I was quite. And I was, I was like that. El Salvadorian food. I'm I'm into that. Knowing that I've been to Cuba and the food's not great, but we'll go for the uh, we'll go for the El Salvadorian food. Yeah. Um, Contender, she's from Miami. She was born in Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. obviously, she has a Cuban descent, though. So, El Salvadorian cuisine. Uh, pupas is stuffed tortillas. Mm-hmm. This this is going to go badly. I'm really sorry. Oh, and, you're going to. Uh, it's Spanish a bit of a mythful, isn't it? It's a bit of a mythful. Sopa de Mondongo is <laughs> tripe soup. I'm in for tripe soup. You, you sopa mad Mondongo. <laughs> so, sopa de pata, cow foot soup. What? Sopa de res, beef soup. Gallo en chincha, rooster soup. Sopa de galina, India, wild chicken soup. Sopa de pescado, fish soup. Morata frita is what you had tonight. Fried fish. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's. It, I mean, it all sounds terribly bland, but I'm but sure they, it is. No, they make it amazing. They will make it yeah, absolutely amazing. It's, it does sound like, and I don't mean this to sound unkind because I grew up during the miners' strike, so I would. It does sound like poor people's food, mm-hmm. you know. And knowing yeah. the history of El Salvador, like 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 I do, not great, not great at all for them. Yeah. Uh, so there's time lapse, and this she's got this kid. This kid's cute, isn't he? And, and yeah, but is, is the worst sleep? Is the worst sleep actor ever? Uh, that's what Rachel said. She's like, look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. <laughs> Looked as if he was taking a fit. They were moving that much. <laughs> it did, yeah, it did a little bit. <laughs> uh, Harris wakes him up. Uh, meeting fifteen minutes. 
Um, and they head to this posh restaurant and they meet these captains and detectives. Yeah. Um, he tells this brilliant story of this prisoner packing his arsehole with peanut butter <laughs> and eating it in front of the judge and getting insanity. And getting yeah, that was brilliant. That was a brilliant story as well. That's uh, that's on my list. That is on my list of things I will do if I ever get tried. Um, back, back, says, back in the sun, Pat, big man. Back yeah. in the sun, Pat. But he, he sends Hoyt away and he says, oh, go and eat your baseball steak. And I was like, never heard of a baseball steak. No. Uh, it, it's a... It's a Center cut of beef taken from the top sirloin cap steak. Baseball steaks differ from sirloin steaks uh, in that the bone and the tenderloin and bottom round muscles have been removed. The cut is taken from biceps and phimosis. It's basically a center cut of top sirloin steak. God, that'd be tough with the north of the muscle. It, yeah, it sounds it. It sounds like a cheap cut, but maybe maybe it isn't in this place. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a fancy restaurant, isn't it? It's got Tom Berenger in it, so it must be it fancy. It has got Tom Berenger in it. <laughs> Last thing you saw Tom Berenger in? Mm, Inception. Mm. Good Thanks. shout. I mean, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he does a lot of these kind of straight to fucking video on demand things. But yeah, yeah, but he's it's, it's always he always be a substitute to me. <laughs> By the way, I only watched that for the first time in lockdown just before we started this podcast. That's a fucking great movie. Ah, it's alright, isn't it? It's worth a watch. Definitely it's, worth a watch. That's, Very that's underrated. Your man, that's your man that got J Lo up the duff, isn't it? Aye, aye. It's his face. Aye, it's a cracking movie. I enjoyed yeah. it. So they're talking about Harris has had this bad weekend in Vegas. We don't really know what's happened. Yeah. But Harris has took this money from Macy Gray and he puts it in the captain's the, car yeah. to make it right. Mm-hmm. Apparently $40,000. So I think I think they're making him pay for arrest warrants from what I can judge. Yes, because after this, he, he starts pulling it warrants by French yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So they meet this gang of guys that work for him, including Dre... By the way, yeah, 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 and this this guy that looks like I don't know some sort of wrestler. Hey man, I got a toothpick in my mouth, man. Yeah, yeah, but also <laughs> also also uh, put the bunny in the box. It is putting in the box, Connor. Um, and it took Rachel a little while to figure it out. Um, but one of these characters, and it, uh, it could be the same person we're talking about. One of these characters is the guy that is Zed from Pulp Fiction. Oh, Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead, baby. He's Zed. So as his eyes, so as he's Skinny an, boy. He's a usual suspect as well. He's the, the, the contact to meet, and he turns out to be an absolute dick. It's been so long since I've seen usual suspects. Yeah, but he's in, he's in a few things. He's in the mask as well. He's the, the bad, bad he guy He is the, mask. the bad guy in the mask. Yeah, he gets everywhere. He's like the bold ones he gets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what's your, what what order would you put the Baldwins in, John? Oh, you've, you've done it in best, um, like worst to best. Well, best shot, I'd say, was Alec. Well. All these six-month-old gags, they, who were they for? <laughs> Are you liking these listeners? <laughs> um Alex definitely top. Only because, one. only because only because he's in so many great things that are amazing. And they suckle on his nipples, don't they? Well, I, um, the younger one that was in Sliver and Billy Billy Baldwin is he the worst? 
No, Stephen Baldwin might be the worst. Stephen Baldwin's the worst. Who's the one out of uh, the Space Cowboys thing, TV show, Serenity? Out of Firefly. Oh! He's, he's got to be the second best one. Aye, yeah, no, no, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, he's good, he's good. Can't mind his bloody name, though. Can, can we add not knowing what anything is called to not knowing what yeah. the Baldwin is called? <laughs> that, can we that add that be, to it? That could be a subsection. Yeah, one of them was one of them one of them was Barney Rubble in the second. Yeah, so he was. He's the awful yeah, yeah. one, isn't he? Is yeah, he he's a bad one. He's a, he's By a bad the way, one. I'm just going to. He was. He was an unusual suspect as well. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to put this out there, and this is a very, very unpopular viewpoint. The casting on that second Flintstones film is better than the casting on the original Flintstones film. Aye, no, I'll I think Mark Addy is a miles better Fred Flintstone than John Goodman, and I love John Goodman in everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Addy just gets the voice, he gets the character, he's shorter, he's yeah. he's about yeah. I, yeah. I, I like I like I like Rick Moranis, but I just felt as if it was wasted on that. Yeah, yeah. Because it was it was pretty yeah. much it was pretty much the, the John Goodman show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely it should be. It should be the French show, absolutely should mm. be. But yeah, Mark Addy better. Um although the bad guy wasn't um, as bad as Agent Ky- Cooper. Agent Cooper was the bad guy in the first one, wasn't he? Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. Yeah. God. Wasn't shagging anybody in a pool or a, <laughs> or a tar pit. I don't know. So this crew of his, which obviously include includes your man Dre, Dre, yeah. Andre, Romel Young. Don't forget about Dre. I had, I had. <laughs> uh, also, uh, just keep in mind that. Your man, uh, Wycliffe Jean's going to be gone till November. Don't, don't forget <laughs> that either. That's important. Um, he's He is dubbed hip-hop's first billionaire. Uh, divorce papers filed in LA Superior Court in November 18 placed his net worth at $458.2 million, with $182 million of that sum in cash, $6 million in stocks, $296 million in property and assets, including intellectual property. Right, okay, well. But you know that's all bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah, tied up in drugs and guns, man. <laughs> well, according to the film, it should be, because that's all I'm into, there's the drugs and the guns. It's tied up, it's tied up, in, tied up in the fucking Beats headphones that every cunt, <laughs> every, every, every cunt and his dog's got. Oh, hang on a second. Here I am. Oh, it is. Displaying my Beats headphones like a wanker. Here he is, beaten off like the rest of them. <laughs> Never, never when you're awake, John. You only ever do it when you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. They're storming this house, and this is this is your man Roger's house. From yeah, this is our back to. Um, they have all the guns on him, and they explain that they're here for his money. Right now, this was some serious work because he'd mentioned at the beginning he was really close to going to. I think the Philippines are somewhere to get his banana ketchup. Yeah, doesn't he? he says yeah, yeah. That. He was on his way. And they chainsaw f- and dig through this kitchen floor like no man's business. I mean, they go like three or four foot down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go for it. Um, and they excavate this huge cache of cash. Ah. <laughs> no, I see that there. Yeah, four million dollar dues worth. Harris explains it's only three million because there's a million between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pull yeah. the bar- blinds and he instructs Hoyt to shoot Roger. Uh, he won't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Harris does it and then shoots 
the team member in the in the chest. Should say yeah, Conairman. Uh, Conairman, yeah. That's yeah, and Jeff is Zed. It's the same character, same person. Oh, is it? Jeff is Zed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jeff right, right. Zed. Sorry, it's not. It's not. It's not Conair person then. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, because no. right, he was wearing a beanie hat, wasn't he? That's right. Yes, and the, he, he, but he shoots him in the. He shoots him basically in the Kevlar, doesn't he? So, it's, oh, right, so it's not an issue. It's not an issue. Yeah. Uh, they have this big Mexican standoff uh, when Ho- Hoyt pulls a gun on Harris and he says, "Look, give me eighteen months and I will give you a career." Mm. And you're kind of like. You make a really like. I get it. You're not. You're not right. You're a bad one, but the things they can teach him on the yeah, streets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Harris explains that they can prove Hoyt's high on PCP, and that he shot the guy in the in. in yeah, it's your, your word against theirs. Yeah, yeah but he won't them. if he puts the gun down. Yep. Uh, drops the gun, punches Dre for fucking. Oh no yeah, reason. he really did, didn't he? I'm like, did they like him? I reckon Dre could take a fucking punch like oh, I God, have very little doubt about that. <laughs> uh, storms out. I took a whack there, didn't he? It was a cracking yeah, punch as well. Absolutely. Uh, shotgun to the stomach, John. The mortality rate from abdominal gunshot runes remains high due to the high velocity penetrating <laughs> abdominal <laughs> Potential shock from damage to organs and vascular extraversion. Mostly, the overall mortality is due to the injury in the first 24 hours. Right. Okay. okay. So if you're not seen it well before that, yeah, did. Absolutely. Uh, they're back in the car. Back in the Rover. Yeah. Oh, Rover. That was something I, I looked up. I didn't realise this. So see, at one point, he pulls out a radio and he turns and says to him, stay off the Rover. Do you remember that? So I thought it just meant it was slang for radio. It doesn't. It means remote out of vehicle emergency radio. All right. Okay. So it actually meant something. We weren't expecting that. You weren't there. Blamo. He says, it behooves you to not dick around. And I was like, that's a made up word. (laughs) Uh, Behooves is a duty or responsibility for someone to do something. It's not a made up word. Uh, it turns out as they're driving, Roger was a drug dealer, biggest major violator in LA, he says. Yeah. Harris explains he can give him the keys for what is called a higher path. He can make the changes, but only from the inside doing what he does. Mm-hmm. And at this very point, and this is another one I've had on pretty much near repeat for the past week, because I forgot how much I loved it, because I'd forgot it existed and I hate myself for it. Rock Superstar by Cypress Hill. Oh God, that's man! A tune, I it? loved Cypress Hill as a, a teenager. Tune. Yeah, uh, Rock Superstar is the second single from their fifth studio album, Skull and Bones, which is an alright album. Uh, originally released as a double A side with its rap counterpart, Rap Superstar, which actually I prefer more than Rock Superstar. Oh, do you? Um, yeah, I prefer Rap Superstar, and right. I think it might be Eminem in Rap Superstar. You know the kind of the voiceover. There. Oh yeah, so it's Eminem. Yeah. yeah. Um, February 29th, 2000 in the UK. Charted in the US Billboard Alternative Songs, 18. Sweden, 50. And the UK Singles Chart, 13. What? Spent 11 weeks on the chart. That's <laughs> fucking something else. No? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big, uh, big, big fan of that particular piece of music. One of your faves, right up there. We, uh, I do. <laughs> it's, it's, 
<laughs> it's up there with we're having a gangbang. <laughs> uh, or whatever Black Lace is singing at the time. <laughs> uh, Paper Lace, I'll have you know, they're a Nottingham band. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> they're one of only three Nottingham band. So they head to this house through the biggest fucking gang of lads oh, to deliver yeah. money to Cliff. Right, it looked now, like one of the houses in uh, Fast and Furious, didn't it? Where all the, the, the family bit. sitting in a You could see that they they were there for the family. Yeah, family was the most important thing to them. Lord, yeah. yeah. Um, this Cliff Curtis guy looked like Chopper. <laughs> it did, didn't he? <laughs> and do you know what the actor, the actor, the actor's from New Zealand. Yeah, he's in loads. He and was, it's I, so noticeable. I've seen it, and uh, the first thing I seen him, there was a load of them in it. Was is it We Are Warriors with with the and the you movie, you honestly. were going to mention We Are Warriors. Tamara oh, Morrison. I mean, Aye. look on the back of the Boba Fett stuff, and I know people haven't liked the Boba Fett thing, but as as Ian and I have said every week that we've recorded on Cult Connections, the book of Boba Fett. It's it's new Star Wars. Just fucking enjoy having new Star Aye, Wars. When we were kids, we were desperate for new Star Wars. And now we've we got it. We're mourning about it. And now yeah. we've got it. We're fucking beefing about it. Yeah, that true. last episode of Book of Boba Fett, I watched it last night and I lay awake for about 20 minutes thinking, oh, man, that was so good. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but Aye. I wish I had a rancor. <laughs> no, me as well. But I, I, prefer, I liked the, 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 the episode before, but yeah, that's, 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 I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, no, I liked the last episode. I liked it. I liked Boba Fett. Tamara Morrison as a delight. He should be in everything. Yeah, I think he's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, we are Warriors. That, there's a lot of good talent came out of that. A lot we of good are Warriors is another one I've got to go back to. I loved that as a teenager. So Hoyt sits down to play cards, gets up to leave, and sees that Harris's car's gone. This character, Smiley, yeah. he explains that in Vegas, Harris had murdered a Russian, so he's got one million to pay, or he's dead. By 12 o'clock. By 12. Yeah. Harris tries to escape. They tie him up, throw him in the bath. They take his wallet, and they find out that he's actually got this girl's school ID in that he'd saved earlier on. Yeah, that's that's um, lucky. What's man. the chances? Smiley's cousin Jesus. explains that he saved her from being raped. Smiley rings the cousin, explaining what happened, and she's like, "No, no, no, not at all. No, I was at school." I was at school, and he's like, "Oh, he's sweating. He's gonna die." And then she says, "Oh yeah, these kind of guys tried to rape me, and this white guy saved me." And they what, did, like, what does it look like? Just a white weedy guy, yeah. Um, Lift him out of the bath and apologise. This shit is just business, which I was into. I liked that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hoyt gets the bus because <laughs> there's no car. Yeah, Back to Grove Street. <laughs> so he gets to Grove Street and walks through all these people. And at the house, did you recognise this very, very young actor who we know, who hasn't aged a fucking day, by the way? I know he's, he's 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 crazy he's crazy young and he? it's um it's a a muscular uh, Denzel Washington, wasn't it? Nah, we'll get it. Was, uh, Teddy Cruz. It was, and I miss you, and I need you. Oh, still never seen that, by the way. I know that particular clip. I've oh, never really? Seen white girls? Yeah, I don't know if it's from me. I don't know if it's from me. Nah, it's like a acquired taste. Absolutely ageless. Goes into Eva Mendes' house and tells the kid to hide in the closet like fucking E.T. <laughs> uh, bursts in, threatens Harris, drop the guns and the money. 
He says, it's not what you know, but what you can prove, which is a really good line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harris pulls a shotgun on Hoyt, who saves the little boy and Eva, and then escapes through the window onto the roof. Um, there's pigeon lofts up on this roof. Yeah, like the I fucking, noticed that. The, the producer's musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Hoyt chases Harris over the roof. They wrestle. Uh, Hoyt gets a kick in and gets thrown through this window. Yeah. yeah. Harris leaves him for dead and heads back to the car. And he's really fucking, like, really done for, isn't he? Like, he's knackered. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hoyt drops onto the hood of the car um, and drives around with him on the hood, crashes the car. Hoyt drags him out of the car and pulls a gun on him. None mm-hmm. of the gang members are going to help at all by shooting Hoyt when he's expecting and he says, you've got to put your own work in here. Yeah, as in do your own work. That's right, yeah. yeah. He reaches down to get the gun, and Hoyt shoots him in the ass. And all I could think was, they call it the million-dollar wound, but I never saw <laughs> never any saw of that none. money. <laughs> the government must have kept that money. Uh, 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 this gang member pulls a gun on Harris, Yeah, uh, bounce We've got bounce Jake. We've got your back. He's called Jake Hoyt. Bounce Jake. We've got your back. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Um, uh, and I absolutely love the line. Y'all be playing basketball in Pelican Bay. I run shit here. You just live here. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Yeah, <laughs> it's always good. Completely improvised. <laughs> I would have preferred it if he'd said, Donkey Kong ain't got shit on me. And then hoid a few barrels at people. <laughs> <with a bit>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next scene, Hoyt pulls up at the lights um, and basically gets brought. I mean, boy, does he get fucking blown. Oh, Harris, sorry. Boy, does he get blown away by these yeah, characters. Yeah, but he, he gets out the car, doesn't he? And I think he tries to like, hold up like keys to try and yeah. defend himself, which is quite yeah. weird. But... They, real kind of Russian assault rifles. Yeah. Um, and like. He's bouncing everywhere. It's a proper comedy death. It looks it really like yeah, something yeah. out of, yeah. It's, uh, and I was kind of like, like... It looks like Eric Draven's death in the crow, doesn't it? <laughs> it does a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hoyt gets home to the news report, the death of Harris, and that's the end of the film. And I would argue it's really fucking boring. <laughs> it's, 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 I think it was one of those ones that in your head you think it's, it's 10 times better than it actually is, but I, after you're right, after watching it, I'm thinking there's a few, a few good bits in it, but it's not got the impact it did when it first came out. My argument is that there's, there's better that's come before it and there's better that's come since. But at that time and the place we were in, mm-hmm in kind of 2000, 2001, 2002, there wasn't anything else. I mean, 100% you've got to look up, uh, uh, look at what it was up against. It was up yeah, against there was a beautiful nothing. mind. A beautiful mind's fucking stupid. It's boring it, as shit as well. It was up against Gosford Park, which Gosford Park's a very good film, but it was right. up against Moulin. Fucking rouge. I know. Why did Moulin Rouge... I mean, I know <sighs> musicals get nominated. I know they do, right? Sean Penn, I Am Sam. Have, have we really come on so far, <laughs> so, so far in 22 years that that was acceptable? I don't think that was ever acceptable. No. No, Vashon Hoffman did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. No, but I was having this conversation with somebody recently. The Dustin Hoffman thing. It's respectful. The Dustin mm-hmm. Hoffman, Dustin Hoffman spent time 
with a person no. with with mental health issues. Um, oh, anyway, look, I'm not I'm not getting into. Let's not do this. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> What else have you got, John? Because I'm sure I've missed loads. Of yeah, so I'm going to do the gun run. All right, yeah, nice one. So handguns, we're looking at Smith & Wesson 4506. There was a, there was two types of Beretta. There was a Beretta 92FS and a Beretta 92FS Inox. And it, but it didn't tell me what the difference they are. There was a okay. Glock 19. There was a Glock 17. Uh, these are all handguns, by the way. There was a Colt M1911A1, and there was a Smith & Wesson Model 66 Snubnose, which we've heard of before. Last um, time England had a team, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some machines were looking at MP5, fan favourite. Oh, you um, know the MP5. We, listeners, yeah. you all know the fucking MP5. This, this, is a, this has come back again. So shotguns were looking at a, a Mossberg 500 Cruiser. We've heard of the Mossberg 500 before. Okay. Uh, there was a Remington 870 and there was a Remington 870 field gun and rifles were looking at an AKMSU. Okay, nice one. Uh, there was somebody mentioned something about an SIS department. So when they were talking about what they're going to do once they get their money, one of them mentioned they was going to go to this SIS department. So the SIS is the Special Investigation Section, an elite tactical detective squad uh, with a straightforward Mandate, track down the city's most dangerous offenders and take them off the streets. SIS is possibly the hardest working detectives to ever wear the badge. So they claim. Is that like uh, is it like AC fourteen or whatever they're called? No, it's like stars. 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 (laughs) AC thirteen. All right, mate. Hey up, mate. All right, mate. Hey up, mate. AC thirteen, mate. Oh, what's going on, mate? Uh, AC twelve. So that's 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 what I've got done. Okay. Sweet Mother Mary and the baby Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And the little donker. And the little donkey. Van Owen Street. Um, they're driving down Van Owen Street at one point. I found a two-bedroom apartment on Van Owen Plaza, $1,475 per calendar month, as we say in the industry. (laughs) Uh, It runs from North Hollywood, Van Noyes, which I'm told is not a great area. Thank you very much, uh, Pat, at Vintage Video Podcast, who I bow down to on my knowledge that the man... Is 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 a uh, is is a fucking hero of knowledge in this industry. Uh, Winnetka to the foot of the West Hills, none of which are in GTA Five. Uh, <laughs> uh, Codex, there's a Codex mentioned at one point. A Codex is a message announced over a hospital's public address system, alerting the personnel of a psychiatric emergency. Right. Twelfth uh, grade was mentioned. One of the kids was in twelfth grade. That's yep. a senior, seventeen to eighteen. That's the drug dealer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that twelfth grade. Um, somebody called somebody the zigzag man, and I missed it, and I couldn't figure it out who it was in the film. But I'd made a note, zigzag man, as I watched it. You know who it is? He's the roly papers guy. You know the guy that looks a little bit kind of northern African. Uh, the Zouave soldier portrayed on the front of zigzag fag papers. Ah, right, okay. Uh, you know what I mean. Colloquially yeah, yeah. known as the zigzag man. The choice of a member of this French North African regiment as a zigzag icon originates from a folk story about an incident at the Battle of Zvestopol, which I think is that 
ship that the alien attacks in that alien game that we both loved. Uh, when the soldier's clay pipe was destroyed by a bullet, he attempted to roll his tobacco using a piece of paper torn from a musket cartridge. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. And that's, and that's where fag papers came from. That's, that's, that sounds like something bloody, um, which it's called National Treasure, doesn't it? It does a little bit, doesn't <laughs> it? At some point, somebody mentions Betty Boop, and I couldn't remember why. Again, I, it, it, I couldn't put this where I needed it to be. Betty Boop made her first appearance in the cartoon Dizzy Dishes, released August the 9th, 1930. I mean that. Most... <laughs> you, you were 20 the most famous voice of Betty Boop was May Questrel who also played Olive Oil in the early Popeye cartoons ah. John you know May Questrel because she's the aunt that wraps her cat as a gift in Christmas Vacation oh wow Jesus. you know what I mean and as yeah. soon as she opens her mouth every Christmas yeah. I'm like that's fucking Betty Boop man <laughs> every Christmas I'm like brilliant was she in Beetlejuice as well no, you're mixing her up with... Probably the, the throat with the smoke coming out. Yeah, no, that's yeah, absolutely 100% not her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm letting myself down by not knowing who it is. Uh, Heisler beer, they're drinking Heisler beer. Heisler is TV's favourite fake beer, John. Well, I it's thought it was Bud blue, Light blue, fake beer. Blue Ribbon? Pa- Pabst Blue Ribbon, no, that's a real beer. <laughs> um, it's one of 40 different custom fake beer labels made by Studio Graphics, the in-house graphics team at Hollywood Prop House. Man. Independent studio services. And they've created loads of them in the last 40 years. At some point, somebody calls one of the characters a chingo, which is Central American for a shit. Right. Uh, They drive past MacArthur Park. MacArthur Park, uh, famous, of course, for the, uh, the song about the cake in the rain. (laughs) <laughs> the other one. Originally, yeah. it was called the Westlake Park. Uh, it's a park dating back to the late, late 19th century in the Westlake neighborhood of Los Angeles. In the early 40s, it was renamed after General Douglas MacArthur and later designated City of Los Angeles Historic Cultural Monument Number 100. Uh, the lake in MacArthur Park is fed by natural springs, although an artificial bottom to the lake was laid during the construction of the Red Line Tube, opened in 1993. In the past, a fountain with a reflecting pool in the north end was also fed by the springs. Uh, the Westlake slash MacArthur Park B-Line station on the red line is across the streets. <laughs> Terry Crews, of course, this was his first film. Oh, was it? Yeah, he's also in Malibu's Most Wanted, where Jamie Kennedy quotes the same King Kong speech. I won't be rushing out to watch that. No, no thanks. No yeah. with Jamie Kennedy. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> Which surely suggests that Terry Crews was inspired by Terry Crews to be a gangster. I don't know. <laughs> by the way, uh, that uh, that Idiocracy film is a future episode I with know, a future you've guest. You mentioned that you, you want to do it, don't yeah. you? Brondo, it's what plants crave. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's an Amer- there's American pit bull terriers throughout this. It's a dog breed recognised by the United Kennel United Kennel Club and the American Dog Breeders Association but not the American Kennel Club. 12 countries in Europe, as well as Australia, Canada, some parts of the States, Ecuador, Malaysia, New Zealand, Puerto Rico, Singapore, and Venezuela have enacted some form of breed-specific legislation on pit bull-type dogs, including American pit bull terriers, ranging from outright bans to restrictions and conditions on ownership. Several states in Australia place restrictions on breed, including mandatory sterilisation, it is banned in the United Kingdom because it always rips fucking kids apart. Yeah. 
and in Ontario in Canada. Uh, many of the restrictions from the US in recent years have been reappealed. It's probably a fucking Trump thing, that. I, no. I couldn't find that. Alonzo says to Jake Hoyt at one point, do you know what a gas chamber smells like? It smells like pine oil. Yeah, I remember I said that. Right. No idea. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Couldn't tell you if that's true or not. Nobody can tell you. Because people that go in gas chambers are dead. Yeah, they generally look uh, it. Yeah, he mentions Pelican State Prison. You're going to end up in Pelican Bay State Prison. Uh, it's the only supermax facility in the state of California. Knows how to party. Uh, yep. The prison's located in Del Norte County, California, and takes its name from a shallow bay on the Pacific coast, which is two miles to the west. I'm almost there, John. Almost cool. there. David Ayer, the screenplays include Training Day, The Fast and the Furious, that's why. SWAT, these all have a very similar feel. Yeah. He directed Harsh Time, Street Kings, End of Watch, which is the cop movie. Oh, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and that cool guy. Yeah, yeah. The talky um, guy for the Ant movie. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> that's, I can't believe I forgot his name. Uh, 2016, he directed that Suicide Squad film that everyone except my wife hates. Oh, yeah. But they, they, want, they bring out, want to bring out a director's cut of that, don't they, though? No, we yeah. don't need it. That new Suicide Squad film was quite good. Yeah, I yeah, quite enjoyed it. Was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. He, also, he also did Bright... Do you remember that? That was the Netflix film about yeah, uh, fairies Will and Smith. shit. Yeah, Will Smith and the, the big yeah. guy. Yeah, it was very much, I thought that was quite like... Um, Enemy Mine? <laughs> well, not, well, yes, yes, it was like Enemy Mine. But I was going to say it was like Alien Nation. Alien Nation, that's it. Basically Alien Nation. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally get where you're coming through with that one. Yeah, yeah. Finally, John, finally... Average 911 responses in LA. Right? Here are 10 major US cities and their average response time ranked best to worst. Right? Can you? We, we, I really could do with some uh, top of the pops music here. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I was going to go for. I was going to go for bloody uh, bullseye. In ten. And it's in number ten. It's a new entry. It's Denver at thirteen minutes. In nine. Detroit, twelve minutes. In eight. Houston, ten minutes. In seven. Atlanta, nine and a half minutes. In six. Because he's killed all the homeless people, it's New York City, 9.1 minutes. In five. Uh, our good friend Josh's home, home city, Miami, eight minutes. In at number four. <laughs> There's only steers come from this place, it's Dallas. And a non-mover at three. <laughs> Very good. Uh, it's uh, it's it's the home home of the world's shittiest coffee, Seattle. And for the one third week at number two, <laughs> this is so good I can't help laughing. <laughs> it's uh, it's nobody's it's nobody's San Andreas fault. It's Los Angeles. And top of the flops <laughs> at number one, <laughs> sweet home Chicago. <laughs> so nice to re- named it once. <laughs> so if nobody else gets a fucking kick out of that we certainly have <laughs> yeah, that's me officially out I'll, I'll figure yeah. that out in the edit <laughs> oh that was good that was good right John as I top them up do you want to do some figuring out and guessing are we, are we doing it per gun are you giving me uh, per gun yeah I think I did per type of gun 
Perfect. So I think I, I think I gave you the rifles, the shotguns, the pistols, and the handhelds. Cool. But only one Glock and one Beretta. Quite right. Yeah. I'd have done the same. So I'm thinking 89. Up. 103. Oh, a smidgen up, John. 105. Spot on. 105. Yeah. That's all right. Didn't see that coming, especially because uh, I found it really dull. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was tough. There was a fair few American references and places in there. A fair few uh, police terms that I didn't know. But no, no, it was, it was, it was. It had its facts. It, had, hmm. it, was, it was going the right direction. Absolutely. Uh, of course, you can find us on the Twitters uh, at One Hundred Things pod you'll find us on instagram facebook and on the tickety tarks at 100 things film uh, rate reviewers if you can but most of all tell your pals to listen that would be really nice i feel like i might have almost battered john down into getting a twitter i'm not <laughs> yes. sure but it's in, um, the, it's in the post it once really i have is. if you follow us on twitter i will never stop Tagging him in shit. So <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Do you want to say goodbye to our favourite people after two weeks of them wishing you nothing? Oh, but guys, look, thank you so much. I've seen all the messages. I've got to get on the Twitter, to be honest, because the amount of affection flying about on the old Twitterverse was absolutely unbelievable. So I do apologise for being an old man, but I'm back to 100%. And normal service has resumed. Hopefully. Fingers crossed they hate you as much as they hate me when you're on Twitter. So that's fine. <laughs> English cunt. Uh, <laughs> you rob everybody up the wrong way, though. Oh, chance would be a fine thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so thanks, mate. I am so glad to be back doing this. Uh, next week, we're going to the courtroom. We're going to yeah. be talking about the Utes. <laughs> Utes. The Utes. And we're going to be learning all about how to defend your cousin, in my cousin Vinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you're going to go. I thought you're going to say something, something Australian, like Will Creek or something like that. <laughs> get in the Ute. <laughs> get, in, get in the Ute, so I can get in fucking Ute. murder you, you prick. <laughs> you my cousin, my cousin Vinny. Again, another film which probably most people won't be covering in their Oscar-worthy films. But yeah. fuck it, let's just, just yeah. do what we want. It's our let's podcast. Do it. We'll do what we want. Yeah, it's, great, do it. it's a great film, and I. I I was going to say, I miss Joe Pesci a lot, but then he came back for The Irishman. I'm not watching that again. Nah, that's too much. No, no. <laughs> fuck you, three hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you, missed, for... you missed the Karate Kid, though. <laughs> Ralph Macchio. <laughs> yeah, I did miss Ralph Macchio. <laughs> can't, can't wait to talk about him waxing on and waxing off. Yeah. <laughs> but until next week, he's been John, I've been Planty, and this has been 105 things we inexplicably learned from training day. Donkey Kong ain't got shit on John. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Ta-ra. Ta-ra.